I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Anna Constantinova on the line. She's the strategy director over at KWG. Anna, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Good to be here. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at KWG, uh, specifically around brand strategy. A lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, listening to this, and this is always a hot topic. Um, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in business? Sure. So... I uh, I was born in Ukraine. My family, we immigrated to America when I was uh, about four years old. And I think I kind of fell in love with the idea of telling stories um, and advertising as a way of communication from an early age. Um, I used to see, like, billboards and watch a lot of TV commercials. And as soon as I kind of found that there's people whose job it is to just come up with stuff, um, I, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, I'm, I'm very lucky because I know a lot of people who, you know, try to find what their calling is in life, go through a lot of ups and downs in, in really finding that. Um, and for me, there, it's always been super clear. And to this day, I still, you know, kind of get that, that butterfly when I'm working on something that I'm excited about or when I see a really good campaign in the industry. Um, so as, as soon as I found out that that's what you could do, I started to pursue it. I went to BU because um, it's the nation's best school for advertising. And um, I also took classes at the Miami School of Advertising and the Wharton School of Business in order to really kind of sharpen my branding pencil. Um, and then I had a series of roles to kind of get me to where I am today, starting from copywriting, because I thought that's what I wanted to do, which is the part of advertising where you write um, the, the verbiage that goes into campaigns. And then I really found that I love digging into what makes a person tick and understanding target audiences and marrying that to the kind of creative that they want to see. And um, I also really like to present and to connect with creatives. So um, I, I, I found the strategy path. Wow, that's uh, that's really interesting the way you went about it. And I love that you um, you know you you're highly educated in what you do. Um, so I'm kind of curious, having the benefit of hindsight and having been in the space so long, there's some younger listeners that are out there also that are thinking about going the same route in terms of branding, strategy, marketing, advertising mm -hmm. um, in general. Um, and what kind of advice would you give them on starting out in their career in today's marketplace? I think that the first thing that you have to do is kind of get really clear about what you want to do in, the, in that world. So all of the things that you just said, there's like five different verticals under each of those umbrellas. You know, there's account management, which is being the liaison between the agency and the client. Um, there's analytics. I mean, I can't even list all of the different things that you can oh, do yeah, out of advertising sure. agency. So just kind of really get clear about what it is that you want to do, what you don't mind coming in and doing day in and day out, or at least what's going to get you to to the place where you want to be, um, and really talk to some people who work in those verticals and see if they're day-to-day -day and if their goals align with yours. And then from there, 
our industry is, I think, one that's better served by specialists rather than generalists. So in my case, um, I, I kind of really went down that strategy path. But for, for people who are really trying to find out what their, how they can shine their light brightest in our industry, um, it's best to really be specific about what you want to do, what kind of clients you want to work on, what would really make you happy. Because when you're telling stories and when you work in our industry, if you don't like what you're doing, if you don't want to sell it, it's going to kind of come across. It's a very authentic kind of a story at least in my opinion, or if it's not authentic, you're just going to not love what you do, which is hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I would say get really clear and then spend as much time as you can um, understanding how you can be an expert in that and connect with other experts and then um, elevate yourself in your career based on that expertise that you have. No, that's great. Um, and I think that's a great transition, Anna. Let's get a little bit more into what you're doing over at uh, KWG as, as strategy director. Uh, so what kind of clients do you work with and uh, what kind of any kind of projects you're working on you care to talk about? Yeah, so KWG is an uh, independently owned advertising agency, which means we don't have to answer to any of the WPPs of the world. Um, we work mostly with CPG clients, which is consumer packaged goods. Um, currently, we're actually onboarding a big vitamin conglomerate, and it's public now, so we can talk about it. Um, it's called Nature's Bounty. They own uh, a lot of different vitamin brands, protein brands, um, a lot of things that are focused in the CPG wellness space mm. um, that are accessible to, um, you know, the everyday American. So what we really try to do is make that kind of wellness vertical accessible. And um, so, yeah, so right now we're onboarding all of their clients and really trying to make sure that we understand the differences between them, you know, help them with any positioning work that they're trying to do, all of the targeting that goes into, you know, one type of vitamin line um, that's a little bit more expensive, a little bit more, you know, luxury than the than the broad line um, and, and get clear about who we're talking to and why. No, that's great. Um, and I, I mean, the CPG space in general is just so mm -hmm. fascinating to me. I'm like, oh, if we could come back and, and do it all over again, I'm like, oh, one day I need a product. Why? Just because I want to do something in the CPG space. I don't even know why. <laughs> but uh, obviously that's not the right time to start it, everybody listening, <laughs> just because you want to. But uh, there's just so many things going on. It's just in, in this, in, interesting in terms of trends. Um, and so now that you're kind of – I was just going to say, so any kind of trends that you're noticing just in general that you care to talk about? Yeah, something that's so cool about CPG is that, to your point exactly, Adam, it really caters to trends. And in today's yeah. world, it's much easier to kind of like ride those waves of trends and see what consumers are interested in because of the world of social media as opposed to kind of mm -hmm. guessing in the old days. So some of our brands are focused in the beauty space, and you can kind of see overnight, uh, not not specifically overnight, but pretty quickly sure. the shift between, you know, people not really caring what's in their um, their face lotions or even their vitamins. They're just kind of like, this product tells me that it's for this. I'm going to put this on. In today's age, the ingredients and the transparency of that is incredibly important. And today's consumer is so educated in what they're going to put in and on their body and the kind of results that they want to achieve through that, that um, companies like Procter & Gamble, you know, huge behemoths in the space, are rethinking the way that they uh, tailor their CPG products and what they put in them. 
um, Unilever is actually doing a huge global initiative to lean towards the cleaner side of things and really clean up some of the ingredients. And they're actually doing something really cool over at Unilever um, with Lipton, and they're putting their Lipton tea uh, kind of extraction process. So that means like from the seed to getting the leaves and, and making the tea um, on the blockchain. So it's really cool wow. to see the kind of like innovative things that we can do with CPG so that we can be more transparent so that, you know, when you're buying, um, you know, Lipton tea, you can really see where it came from, who grew it, what part of the world it wow. comes from. And another tra- trend that that really connects with is CPG brands and brands in general, but especially CPG brands because it's like something that you're bringing into your home and buying on a um, rep- repetitive basis. Um mm-hmm. Are, are leaning more into this space of um, of not just transparency, but of connecting to social values that consumers care about. So people want to buy things that kind of signal who they are to the rest of the world. And today there's so many things going on in our world, and we definitely won't get into that, but people really want to point their dollar in the right direction. They want to vote with their dollar. So uh, I think CPG brands today are, are kind of trying to align themselves, and we see that around gay rights. We see that around a lot of different things um, so that people can feel good about about bringing that home and about putting it on their body. Man, I love that. I tell you, uh, moments like this, I love this doing a podcast. I'll tell you why. Um, Lipton and my iced tea is on the blockchain. I've heard it all, and I love it, and I'm a fan of it, and I feel even better about going to pick some more up, which you just They're working on it. They're working on I'm out. That's all right. Hey, even though, even though I get to say it, it's okay. It just feels good. Lipton on, Lipton on the block is going to be the campaign cool, around right? that one. It's, it's, it's totally cool. Lipton on the block. I'm in. Yeah. And another trend um, that companies like Unilever are doing, are we really want to get rid of this packaging and unnecessary plastic yeah. that we have in our world, and a lot of consumers are really interested in that. Um, so Unilever is actually introducing a new refillable uh, initiative, and they're partnering with, I think, Procter and a bunch of other big CPG conglomerates, too. So what you can do is, like, when you're going to buy Listerine, you're going to buy it in a steel canister, and you're going to refill it rather than getting uh, a plastic bottle every time. And you're going to send it over to a special facility, and they're going to roll it out in very small geos to test it, and then it's going to be refilled and sent back to you. So you're not going to have to um, throw things out and, and recycle them without fruit anymore because a lot of the times what we recycle just goes in the landfill. Um, and yeah. I think it's great when CPG brands really take the baton of a lot of this is our fall and we can take measures to, to start cleaning that up. So I think those three things of transparency, social responsibility, um, and and uh, social consciousness are, are trends that, I really, at least personally, really want to see continue uh, unfold in the industry. Same here. I'm a big fan of it. So great stuff there. Uh, so Anna, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on KWG or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, so KWG's website is kwgadadv.com, um, and we're on LinkedIn. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, and my name will be posted on the podcast because, as we talked about earlier. It's a little hard to spell, um, but yeah, I'd love to connect with the folks out there on on LinkedIn and and see how I can help. 
All right, fantastic. Well, hey, Anna, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing some of your background and also the current trends you're seeing. So lots of interesting stuff there. And uh, to the audience, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Anna, thanks again for coming on the show. 